may not be comfortable for all listeners. Certain viewpoints may not reflect those of our partners, sponsors, affiliates, our hosts, or that of our guests. We would like to encourage everybody to keep a respectful and open climate of discussion for all topics, no matter how disturbing they may be. So viewer discretion is advised. It does not matter where you stand, nor what it is you feel is grand. Magic is all around. Magic is never gone. And it is more than you will ever know. And trust us. And trust her. For here you will find that the lost of magics have never disappeared. Hello guys and welcome to Friday's night's show. This is the Lost Magics and I am Sherry. I am back. Willow is my witch name. Really, really good to be back. Sorry that I have not been on for a while guys, but my health has been quite bad and I needed to get myself into a better place. But it's absolutely amazing to be back. I'd like to do a big shout out to the Bolden Bonker Boys, to DNTV, to all of our streaming networks and to our sponsors and to all of our tv people as well thank you for supporting us and obviously to all of our angels that are in the room as well a big love and thank you to all of our fam i hope that you're all well i'll just wait for people to get in i'm just going to share out again quickly so tonight's topic guys is we're going to be talking about a haunted location I'd spoke previously about a month ago to about three weeks ago with Dakota about it saying that I wanted to do some haunted shows where I talk about haunted locations. So that is what we're going to be doing tonight. Sharing this out. See who's on the Golden Bonker side of it as well on the Facebook. I don't normally do both, but I'm having to open up both of them now because um, you get quite a lot of people that come on the Facebooks as well as the YouTube. So you may hear an echo for two seconds, but then it will go back to normal. There we go. Please share out, let people know that I'm on, guys. Really good to see you all. I hope that you're all well. So our haunted place that we're talking about tonight, guys, is the Suicide Forest of China. I do apologise if I say the name slightly wrong, but all of the content and the work that I've got here, I will be posting out onto our networks so that you guys can actually read up what I'm, I'm talking about most of it I'm okay with but some of the words I do struggle with a little bit but we're going to be talking about the suicide forests now a lot of people know about the suicide forest in China that it is normally a place where a lot of people go to to end their life sadly and um, it's said that there's some very strange things that happen in that forest as well that radiates back to a very long time the forest is said to nearly be a thousand years old and it most definitely is a place of resting for those that have took their lives there is still in some areas um places that you can see where you can see bones of people that have sadly done that deed and took their lives So I thought that we would talk about this because it's always been a place that's really interested me. It's made me wonder why so many people go there to end their lives, what it is about that place that makes people feel that they want to go to it. And 
obviously being an investigator of the paranormal and stuff as well, it, it's most definitely a place that I would find very fascinating to investigate because I do like my forest investigations and stuff like that. I do a lot of them. So for me, that is like one of the places on my list that's pretty far up that I would love to go and investigate and also just go there and pay respect to those that have lost their lives and things. I think that, you know, real investigators know how to respect and they don't just go there to investigate and to get evidence. They go there also to to try to find the story, to try to help to the best that they can. Let me see if there's anyone in the room. There's one person in Facebook. Hello to the Facebook user. I hope that you're okay. We have got lovely Chris in the room from Bold and Bonkers. Lovely to see you all. I'm just going to start the show, guys. You guys can catch up and see the show after. Like I said, I will be putting the content out as well, guys, so that you can catch up and see what I am talking about. So, Okigara beyond the legend of the cursed forest. Aka is shortened, which is known and stands for the Sea of Trees. It is a forest on the northwestern foot of Mount Fuji, lo- locally. It is also known as Jukai. Sea of Trees because of a high density of trees, but it is also known for its tragic reputation. The forest has been a reputation for the forest has a reputation for being cursed as it is referred to as the most known site for suicide in Japan. Mysterious and unique. It nevertheless contains several natural sites not to be missed as one visit when one visits the region of the five lakes around the Mount Fuji. Aka Forest is a flora and a, a funai, funa, located at the foot of Mount Fuji. The Aka Forest covers 35 kilometres, nicknamed Jukai, the Sea of Trees. It is just over 1,000 years old. This forest is located on an ancient lava flow of Mount Fuji, which took place in, 1864, in 864 and is its soil is very rocky and mostly covered with moss. Many species consist in this forest, including foxes, deer, bats and Japanese squirrels, as well as very wide varieties of birds among the trees. Conifers dominate especially Japanese hellock, a pine Endemic to the archipelago. Aka walk in the most famous Japanese forest located on the north shore of the Lake Saiko. Saiko. Akagara forest is crossed by several trials. They present. They present. They present no particular difficulty except that they sink deep into the ocean of the trees that is in Akia. But don't panic. At each intersection, clear maps and signs help you orient yourself. It is advisable not to stray from the marked paths, the forest being vast and the telephone network is non-existent. 
These trials are an excellent way to realise the density and the very special character of the forest. Countless trees that wind around the volcanic rock branches intertwined from foot to foot and from root crawling under the moss, thick foliage leaving barely leaving barely past the rays of the sun. Hard to describe the feeling that the cursed forest causes if you have not seen it with your own eyes. But walking allows you to observe all this and even shiver in front of such a spectacle without taking the risk of getting lost. However, the number of people rushing into it in an attempt to end their own lives is very high, which adds to the morbid legend. It is even believed to be the home to demons. The reputation of Akragaro's suicide forest has been forged over the years, notably through several books and films. It's all stated in the 1959 where Shayako and Mato Thrilled Writer published a short story where the two heroes were going to get lost in a forest to end their lives. But your reputation is especially instituted in 1993 when the controversial complete instructions for suicide by Wachiu Chisurumi appeared, which designed designated Alagara as the perfect place to take his own life. Subsequently, several manga or films in particular are Memories by Gus Van Sant in 2015 are also interested in the phenomenon. Discovering the caves of the Akragara Forest. If it is possible to cross the Akragara Forest on foot, it can also be taken around. You can also be taken around it by retro bus. The tourist circuit from Fuji Kwakwangcho Station. This option has the advantage of being able to quickly get to the various points of interests in the forest, in particular the caves, which are worth a look. Located on the slopes of Mount Fuji, the forest grows on a very rugged volcanic soil and dug right through. In fact, three caves are of particular interest and are equipped for the visits to the south. The back caves, Silico back caves, and a little further to the west, the Rabia Q lava cave and the iced cave. Fatusto. Cave of the Wind. As their names indicate, each has its own speciality and different natural phenomena can be observed there. In particular, it's definitely worth a visit because you can admire the blocks of eternal ice kept intact underground like in a large refrigerator. The low and stable temperatures even make it possible to store seeds of various plants in the cave. Be careful to bring something to cover. The temperature drops quickly when you go underground, even in the middle of summer. Yachu Nomori Park. 
To the north of the Aquagara forest hides a magnificent corner of nature to be admired in the summer and winter. The Selako Yaku no Mori Park, a natural park and wild bird reserve. It offers a view of Mount Fuji and is the home to dozens of bird species all year round. But it is best known for its winter festival of ice trees. Indeed, as soon as the temperatures drop, the trees are adorned with a layer of ice, which transforms them into natural sculptures. The park celebrates the phenomena, in particular with illuminations. The rest of the year, enjoying the garden festival in the spring, and the mushroom festival in the fall. It goes without saying that with Selico Yachmori Park, the terrible the terrible legend of the Aquagara Forest will be far behind you. Finally, we're close to Aquagara Forest in Mount Kyodai and its observation deck which offers a splendid view of Mount Fuji as well as the vast expense of the forest below. It is possible to reach the forest through Kayodai. The number part two. The, so obviously in the, the part one they're explaining about all of the good and the beautiful things that you can do when you go to this forest because even though this forest is very well known for its suicide and for people wanting to take their lives. And it's also got other legends of other spirits, as it's mentioned in this um, this piece that I looked up as well. It mentions that they believe that there are things like demons and stuff there as well. So there are a lot of energy that is supposed to remain in that forest and is supposed to say um, and they say that when you're there, you, you do get a lot of these feelings. You, you can feel uneasy. Um, you feel like you're being watched. You get weird movement sounds around you. Sometimes you can see phenomena of things walking past and things like that. I was watching a few little video bits on this place and some of the people that have investigated it. And I'd noticed that a lot of them said that they could feel a lot of phenomena around them. They knew that they weren't alone there. In the daytime, they said it was very beautiful. And from the pictures and stuff that I've seen, they, they most, it most definitely is. It's got lots of trees. It's got lots of wildlife. It's got lots of nature. It's most definitely a place that you would enjoy to go to if you like to be out on walks or you like to just relax. But as soon as night nightfall starts to creep in, that's when that, feeling that forest completely changes and it becomes very uneasy being there and unpleasant and um, people feel very weary when they're in the forest and I can understand there's a lot of lives that were ended there and you know that is their final resting place and that is where a lot of them probably remain and I can understand why they would say that it's meant to be one of the most haunted forests, most definitely with the amount of lives and stuff that get took there every day. It is said that they they see as many as 100 suicide victims there's about, they say about 100 or just over 100 more of the victims a year that go to that forest to end their lives. It's very baffling on why such a high number and why that place. And that's always made me very intrigued. So obviously, like I said, the first part is just explaining the nice parts of it, though, explaining about all of the nature places that you can go to, the caves, um, seeing it for the beautiful side of it. But... For a lot of people that go over to this forest, their main reasons to go to it is because they're wanting to try to find that phenomena. They're trying to understand and wanting answers to why people did what they've done. Um, 
in some cases there's been people that have gone there that were rather disrespectful when going there and there is something mentioned in, in part of this story that was done by a website that I found the stories and stuff on about the the forest so part two is the creepy confines of Okagara Japanese suicide Japan's suicide forest Aka forest has always always haunted the poetic imagination long ago it was said to be the home of Yuri Japanese ghosts now it's the final resting place of as many as 100 suicide victims a year. At the foot of Mount Fuji, the highest mountain peak is in Jap- Japan, sp- sprawls to 30 square kilometres, forest called Alcragara. For many years, the shadowy woodland was known as the Sea of Trees. But in recent decades, it has taken on a new a new name, and that is Suicide Forest. Is the forest as beautiful as it is eerie? For some visitors, Akragara is a place of um. Breedled beauty and sanity. Sensuality. Hikers looking for challenges can wade, wade through the dense thickens of the trees, knotted roots and rocky grounds to access amazing views of Mount Fuji. School children sometimes visit on field trips to explore the region's famous ice caves. It is also, have, however, a little eerie. The trees have grown so closely together that visitors will spend much of their time in the semi-darkness. The gloom is relieved only by the occasional stream of sunlight from gaps in the treetops. What most people, what most people who come to Japan's suicide forest say, they remember they remember is the silence beneath fallen branches and decaying leaves the forest floor is made of volcanic root rock cold lava from mount fuji's massive 864 eruption the stone is hard and porous full of tiny holes that eat the noise in the stillness, visitors say every breath sounds like a roar. It's a quiet Solomon place, and it has been. It is quite a Solomon place, and it has seen its share of quiet. Solomon people, through reports, have been deliberately. of focused in recent years it is estimated that as many as 100 people take their lives in suicide forest every year the rumors myths and the legends of japanese suicide forest akogara has always been dodged with dodged with morbid myths the oldest are unconfirmed stories of an ancient japanese custom called Abasti Abastioi. Legend has it that in feudal times when food was scarce and the situation grew desperate, a family might take a dependent elderly relative, typically a woman, to a remote location and leave her to die. The practice itself may be more fiction than fact. Many scholars dispute the idea that senicide was ever common in Japanese culture, but accounts of absolute has made their way into Japan's folklore and poetry, and from their attached 
and from there attached themselves to the silent, eerie suicide forest. At first, the Ukraine of ghosts visitors claimed they saw in Alpagara were presumed to be the vengeful spirits of the old who had been abandoned to starvation and to the mercy of elements. But that all began to change in 1960 when the forest's long tangled history with suicide began. Today the forest phantoms are said to belong to the sad and miserable, the thousands who came to the forest to take their own lives. Many believe a, believe a book is to blame for the residents in the forest maskbury popularity in 1960. Sientro Mastromoto published his famous novel Kuri Jakai, often translated as the Black Sea of Trees, in which the story lovers commit suicide in Alcagara Forest. Yet, as early as the 1950s, tourists were reporting encountering decomposing bodies in Alcagara, what brought the broken-hearted to the forest in the first place may remain a mystery, but in reputation in the present as Japan's suicide forest is both deserved and undeniably undeniable. The Black Sea of Trees and the Alcagora Body Count Since the early 1970s, a small army of police, volunteers and journalists have annually sourced the area in search of bodies. They almost never leave empty-handed. The body count has significantly increased in the recent years, reaching a peak in 2004, when 180 bodies in verifying states of decay were recovered from the forest, and that only accounts for the bodies searchers managed to find. Many more have disappeared under the trees, winding gabbled roots and, and others have been carried away and consumed by animals. Alcagara seems more suicide Alcagara sees more suicide than any other location in the world. The only exception in the Golden Gate Bridge that the forest has become the final resting place of so many is no secret. Authorities have placed signs embolising with warning, like please reconsider and think carefully about your children, your family and the entrance at the entrance. Vice travels through Alcagara Japanese suicide forest. Patrols regularly scout the area hoping to generally redirect visitors who look like they might not be planning a return journey. In 2010, 247 people attempted suicide in the forest, 54 completed. In, gen in general, hanging is the most common cause of death, with drug overdoses a close second. Numbers for recent years are unavailable. The Japanese government, fearing that the totals were encouraging others to follow in the footsteps of the deceased, stopped releasing the numbers. The Logan Paul controversy. Now, Logan Paul is a very well-known um, YouTuber. Um, he was said to have gone over to this um, forest and he was doing some filming where he was said to have come across a very devastating scene. But from what was said and what's been said in the stories, he found this quite amusing finding a body. 
he did later appeal and say that he didn't mean what he'd done and that and he apologised to all of the authorities and to everybody in that country. But, you know, to a lot of people, that, that damage was already done. You know, when you're going to a, a place like this that you know is known for that and you know that you're nine times out of ten probably going to bump into a body, the last thing you want to be doing is putting it onto a film so that everybody can see it, and especially a live one, which is what he did. And because of that, he's, he suffered some really bad consequences to do with his um, channel and that. I don't personally follow him, so I don't really know what he's doing now. But I know that there was a lot of uproar towards him for doing that. And understandably, you know, these people took their lives for many different reasons. And that place is where they're resting. And, you know, if you're going to, it's not bad if you're going to walk through the forest and you see the body that can't be helped but when you start filming it and making jokes and things like that that, that's just not clever at all there is nothing funny about suicide not all visitors to japan suicide forest are planning their own death many are simply tourists but even tourists may not be able to escape the forest reputation those who stray from the trail sometimes encounter Disquitting reminders of past tragedies, scattered personal belongings, moss-covered shoes, photographs, briefcases, notes and ripped clothing have all been discovered strewn across the forest floor. Sometimes visitors find worse. That was what happened to LP, the famous YouTuber who visited the forest to film a P knew p knew the forest but p knew the forest's reputation he meant to showcase the woods in all of its eerie and silent glory but he didn't bargain on finding a deceased person's body it's believed that he kept the camera rolling even as he and his companions phoned the police he published the film showing Graphic, up-close footage of the suicide victim's face and body. The decision would be would 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 have be, been controversial under any circumstances, but his on-camera and laughter was what shocked the viewers the most. The backlash was fierce and immediate. P took the video down, but not without protest. He both apologised and defended himself, saying he intended to raise awareness for suicide and suicide privation. The man laughing in the Suicide Forest YouTube video certainly doesn't appear to have the intentions, but P means to make mens. He has pointed out the irony of his own fate. Some rage-filling commenters have told him to end his own life due to how he had been on this visit. To many, he is very disrespectful for his actions and how he treated that victim. Suicide is a lesson to us all and one of the biggest, right, this is my part. Suicide is a lesson to us all and one of the biggest killers of the world. And people should learn to notice those struggling and more should notice, should learn, excuse me, should notice those struggling more and should care for others and respect. Those who have lost their lives, I believe in this very strongly. As a, as a stunning, as stunning as the forest is, it, it does have a very long history of gloom, misery, confused minds and has been the very place to help many end their lives due to many reasons. The forest is a place people like to visit for its stunning sight, but it is also it also is a place where people end their lives and it's the final resting place of those people. I believe anyone visiting the forest should remember this when visiting this remarkable but strange place. It's a home to many things and many pasts. I believe this forest is very haunted and that there are many stories that say the same. 
with the forest reputation, I believe strongly that this place will hold a lot of energies and activity just because of its gloomy history. That was my part that I added to it. So in the second part, obviously, it, it was explaining about how the suicide forest actually was. And um, there are over 100 victims a year, it's said, that go to suicide forest to end their lives. This has probably gone up a lot more, but as I've said, and it was stated in the research that I found, they don't give out the numbers of people passing away anymore there because of um, worry that others may follow in their footsteps. Now, I was looking at some pictures and stuff like that, and um, you can most definitely see the history and the past of what they've done to themselves. Um, you can see photos and briefcase, like it says in the story. People's clothing, people's shoes, bones. When you look at the place itself, you can just by the look of it, you can tell that it's very haunted and it's very gloomy and that there's a lot of history and a lot of story behind that place and by what I've read up and what I've seen a lot of people say you can also feel this when you go to this place as well like you can feel a very heavy feeling you can feel a very sad and sickening feeling some people say that when they go there they feel very confused very upset which would be very very understandable because if they are picking up on energies there then a lot of those people that went there to take their lives would have been confused and angry and upset and you would have to be to do things like that to yourself so it's very understandable that living people like ourselves when we're going there may experience these sort of phenomena because this is what they would have endured and when I'm looking at the pictures the place itself is absolutely stunning like I said, lots of nature and different animals, different plants. It's absolutely stunning. But there are a lot of history behind this forest. The, the, one of them is being where they believe that in the olden days when, when people were poor and that and didn't have no money, they would they would take the oldest relative and take them to the forest and normally being a woman, leave them there because obviously back in them days they wouldn't have been able to afford to to cater and to to care for all of the family so it's said that they they would take the eldest people to the forest and leave them there to to die of starvation because of um, the desperate situations that they're in this they don't know if this is true or not this is meant you know to some people they say that it's a myth and it's just a legend to others they they strongly believe in it it's like any other sort of strange and unknown topic that we go by. You can never fully know the facts. And if you do get facts, it has to result in doing research and studying and understanding and things like that. So it takes a lot of work. So, you know, what some might believe might be a legend. It could, in fact, be very real, you know. And, it, you know, in all countries, it's been heard that when people were in situations where they struggled, they would give up their loved ones, one people that they loved over here. A lot of the children would have been given up and given away or left to die when they didn't have the money to look after them. You know, over there, it's said to be elder people and things like that. You know, there's other stories behind, you know, the population and how it increases as well. Suicide Forest is a very interesting place, a very interesting place just because of the paranormal activity, because of the history. Um, but, it's, you know, it's also interesting because of the scenery and the beauty of it. It's one of those places that's it's got good and bad entwined together, hasn't it? So it really does depend on what sort of experience you have to how you feel about that place, I am guessing. So... You know, for some people, they might go there and not feel anything, can feel comfortable there and enjoy the scenery and that. And for others, they may not. They may find it difficult to be in that place, feel over-consumed by it. And I could imagine me being somebody that's um, <clears throat> spiritually open 
and spiritually in communication with spirit, a place like that for me would be very overwhelming because of what I feel and I see. And um, even though it would be overwhelming in that, it is definitely a place that I do want to experience because I've heard so many legends about it. I've heard so many stories. I've heard and seen films in investigations about it uh, where they've said that, you know, some investigation teams have said they've had some really good activity and um, proof of evidence to do with the paranormal over there. So for them reasons, I do want to vi- I would love to visit the forest. But at the same time, I'm very, very weary as well, because it's hard enough seeing deceased people when they pass away as it is. And that's in a spiritual form. But having that possibility of walking into a forest and actually seeing a physical person's body that no is no longer alive is something I think I would um, I would struggle with completely. You know, that's why it kind of baffles me when this, this P guy from um, YouTube found it quite amusing and was laughing and stuff. Like, how could how would you find something like that funny? You know, how has seeing that image not haunted you? Because I know that if that was my case and I was there and I was investigating and I'd come across something like that, It would mortify me. It would mortify me for the simple fact that it's not a usual thing to do, is it? For the starts. Secondly, it's somebody's life. Thirdly, I'd be like, what what really made them really want to do that? To go to that extent. So in a way, it would make me want to investigate, to try to understand why they've done it and to see if they want help. But I wouldn't do it in a way where I'm expecting them to talk to me. I'm expecting them to tell me what happened. I'd go in there and do it respectfully, you know. How, when somebody witnesses a situation like that, how they can find that amusing and joke and laugh about it and actually video that poor person at the same time. it just comes beside me I, I I just I think I would probably run in horror just by seeing it like I'm so used to seeing spirit and seeing their form and you know even that when I first started out was scary and I didn't like it and it would spook me out but physically seeing somebody in a situation like that, that's no longer here. I, I think that would that that would mess my head up for the rest of my life, if I'm being honest. And it's sad to think that over there in Japan, that so many people do this every day, that they end their lives in that place you have to be quite desperate and in quite a dark and bad place to want to do stuff like that I know by situations and things that I've been through in the past and I have been in the very heads of people like that and I'm not saying I've tried to hang myself but I have tried to do stupid things and You do really have to be in a really desperate place to be able to do that. And just the thought of them doing it and being on their own. It's very sad to think. And when we watch these countries and these places like Japan and China and that, they look like very rich places, lots of really cool things, a lot of the people seem really happy, uplifted, they 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 always have things to do, 
but yet so many of them end their life. So that in itself tells me that those places are not the best places to live at the best of times. Because if they were, why so many lives end? Why? But my main thing is, why do they go to the forest? Why do they go to that forest? Like, there's a little story behind it that they believe because of the two lovers that um, ended their lives there, that, like, this spiled on to being a place for people to come and commit suicide. But I don't believe that that would be why people would go there, because they wanted to be like them. Um there's a lot of reputation, a lot of things around the forest and, you know, there's negative energies and stuff there. You know, are these people that have been affected by negative energies or negative things in their life? And obviously, that, that you know, they've gone and they've ended their life. Obviously, there is everyday life happening, struggles, problems, things like that. But are there other things related to it? You know, because another thing that I've noticed with them sort of countries as well. They are very into and very big on the paranormal and the, you know, the strange and the unknown. Um, in them sort of places, it's said that there's meant to be quite a lot of activity in it, and a lot of activity of different kinds, good activity, bad activity, evil. You know, there's meant to be a lot of different things that happen when it comes to hauntings over in like China, Jap- Japan and them sort of places. So... And there's been, there's been, you know, there's meant to have been quite a few possessions over there. There's meant, I, I believe that every culture, because they're different, they, they deal with things in a different way and, and things like that. So I believe that from what I've seen and what I've watched, that Japan and China and that have been places that most definitely have um, had a lot of history. Um good and bad and I personally think that it could probably be one of the places that could be one of the most haunted but I'm not going to say that for definite because I've not been there and I've not experienced that that's why I would like to experience it just to be able to say for myself you know as I say in all of my videos and stuff you know you can take anybody's word on what a place is supposed to be like but until you experience it yourself you can't really say can you um like i said i'm in two minds with that place i want to do it so badly but the fear of bumping into somebody that's just deceased makes it a little bit with me a little bit weary But at the same time, I do want to investigate it because I want to understand why this happens. I want to see if there's any stories and histories that we can find through doing investigations and things like that. So I'm definitely not saying I would never investigate because I would. Like I said, it's one thing that's on my list. But I just hope that if I ever do get to have that experience and ever get to do that sort of thing that I never experience or witness somebody that's committed suicide there I just think in January itself just walking around that woods and seeing all the belongings of all of those people that have took their lives as it that they've said as well not every person that has took their life in that forest has been accounted for some of them have disappeared some of them have been consumed by animal you know the over the years where they've their bodies have been kept there animals have made homes in them and, and things obviously because they they decayed and it goes to just being their bones but because it's such a wide area and so big even the authorities and the people that look after the forest can't get to every every point so therefore so many lives have been lost and never been found so you know even that in its own is sad you know you take your life because you're desperate and you're upset but then you're never found either like you're not laid to rest you're lost lost in a place where nobody can find you 
unless you do it in places where people will be able to, but a lot of them don't. And I believe that some of them don't want to be found. I think some of them just want to be left there and that's where they want it to end. It's very sad when you think about it. And as we always say, you know, um, mental health, suicide, all these sort of things are really, really big in all countries. And it's something that should be took very seriously. And, you know, when you're an investigator and you come across these places, it's very important to respect when you go to these places. But also do what you can to get the evidence that, you know, obviously that's that's true. You do need to get the evidence. You do need to prove that it's haunted. You do need to get all of this footage and stuff like that. But just be respectful with it. And just remember that there are very high possibilities in a place like that to coming across something that you don't want to come across. And I don't mean a ghost or a demon. I mean some poor unfortunate person that no longer wanted to be here. Does anybody else want to pop up and say anything quickly? That was the show. It wasn't going to be a long one. I just wanted to give you some, just like some details, some overlay over about the place and some little bits of history about it and, and do that. And that's what I've done. Like I've spoke to you a bit about the suicide. I didn't want to go into like loads and loads and loads of detail because I, I think it's disrespectful to do that. You know, I think what I got and what I researched in was enough. And, um, I've, I've, I'm very big at respect and not crossing the line. So, any questions, anybody? Let me just check the rooms to see who's in the rooms. I'm not seeing anybody in any of the lives, which is really weird. seeing anybody we've got truth unknown thank you very much that's in my youtube part thank you so much brilliant show lovely and thank you i'm so very sorry if i sound like i'm a bit tongue twisted i ain't done this for a while and as you can tell like I said, I'm in a lot more of a fighting spirit. And I'm a lot more good in myself, but I'm still not 100%, guys. So if you're hearing me sniffing and you can hear my voice going in and out every now and again, I'm still having medical issues everywhere. But I am getting stronger. Chris, if you want to come up, you can come up, yeah? If you want to share anything about hey, no, no, I was just no, I was, I was, I was very, I was enjoying it. Very, very good. Really good. I, I just didn't, I didn't want, I didn't want to be one of these that dig, dig, dig really deep, yeah, and make people really upset and angry over it's, it because you know there's a lot of people I, that are from Japan and China and that that watch YouTube, and I don't want to be. Yeah, it's a very, very upsetting place, but it's a very interesting place at the same time. Because you, you think you think of what's happening there, because compasses don't work, and strange UFO sightings have been seen in that area. Yeah, and, and yeah. it's yeah, it's there. Are, there, think, there have been a lot of things in that forest that have been um, yeah. reported, not just the suicide deaths, but there have there have been UFO sightings. Yeah, there have meant to have yeah. been crypto sightings over yes. there as well. Um, yeah. it. If you are into the strange and the unknown of all directions, Suicide Forest is said to be one of cool. the places to go to for all yeah. sorts of reasons. Yeah, I think yeah, I think you've done a great job tonight, Sherry, because I think that was like a great subject to talk about. And I think it's just quiet tonight because it is the summer holidays. And a lot yeah, of people that's are what I'm thinking. Holidays. People yeah. are probably away on holiday, yeah. having that sun in it up. Yeah, that's what, the beach, the, the palm trees bending, you know. Hopefully they're knowing the haunted forest in Japan. 
<laughs> yeah, well, make sure that you're watching this just to be aware, <laughs> you know, like, because I'm, like, I'm not kidding you guys. Like, if you go to that place, the, you know, you have got a very, very big chance of seeing a horrible oh, yeah. vision like that. Yeah. 100%, because it's not just one or two people going out. It, it's over 100 people a year, way over 100 people a year. Oh, yeah. But they can't get they can't give you exact numbers because of mm. how many it is, and it's out of respect to others. Because I I think what they believe is if they keep what well, I think they what they believe is when they kept giving out the numbers of the deaths, it was making more people want to go there because it was yeah. making why are they going there to do that? There must be a reason why they go there, and that, then more people were following, so they don't intend to give that out anymore. It's strange. It's strange why they all go there. It's, 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 it makes you wonder if there's something pulling them towards it. But that's what, I, that's some... what I said. Yeah. Like, like when yeah. you're in, there's got to be something about that place that pulls yeah. the people there. You know, like have people gone there just for general walks and something's attached to them and that's what's making them yeah. commit suicide. Something's yeah. got them or took them over and they're not realising that. Because like I said, you know, Japan, China, them sort of places are registered oh. to be really haunted oh, for yeah. many different reasons. Yeah. And Japan's, it's not just the haunted forest in Japan, there's places throughout I mean everywhere, Japan. I mean like yeah. the, the cities, yeah. the towns, oh, yeah. everything's got history. You think history. you think about you think about Hiroshima, Nagasaki, yeah. where the nuclear bombs getting detonated, the people that were vaporised, they say some of those cities are actually one of the most haunted cities in the world, yeah. for what happened there. It's, and there, it, there is a lot of history, there is a lot of history. Yeah and stuff yeah. and you know like I, I'd said to Dakota about because I weren't sure and um, he goes yeah no that sounds like a really good one and then he yeah. must have been that eager because he put it up last week thinking that I was going on <laughs> last week but it's it was a, this it's week a very so interesting well. and it, um, you know like I wanted to try and give as much out to you as I possibly could but I wanted to do it in a respectful way that's not upsetting anybody so I'm not yeah. going to give you how they died properly or things that has been seen or whatever. Mm-hmm. I gave you the basics. It was either drug doses or um, hanging and, you know, like yeah. clothes and stuff are left there. But I'm not going to go into full oh. detail about that because yeah. it's disrespectful. Yeah. And if you, honestly, that's what I want to say out to you. If you're feeling, and I know you've already done this, but if you're feeling depressed and, you're, and you're needing help, please contact someone before you it's do It's very important. Anything. Don't suffer alone. You don't need to suffer alone. You can, there's so many people here that go through what you're going through every day as well. Just talking sometimes helps, you know. Um, when you hear stories and stuff like this, it does make you think because you do have to be in a pretty desperate place to do something like that. And But I know that some of you probably have been and faced it and felt that there isn't a way out. But there is, yeah. guys, and it's it's not ending your life. So just talk to us. As Chris and Dakota mentioned on their shows that, several times you know we're not just here to entertain you we're not just here um to bring us all out and to do really well we are here as um your your friends and as family and and we're here to support you through good and bad times guys that's what we're here yeah. to do yeah that's that's right sherry. look sherry one of your fans is in the chat there mike the naked bigfoot oh really yeah he's in the chat hello mike mike i i keep telling you about coming on my show Mike, I'll 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 I'll, I'll have a word with Mike for you. I'll have a word with Mike for you and see if I can get you on. I want you to come on my show. I have been after you for weeks. Would you do you want it in your show or do you want it in this show? Like which would you want to? Yeah, like on the Lost Magic. I'd like him to come on to Bold and Bonkers. Yeah. And do a show with me for my Lost Magics. Mike, if you're watching this right now, would you be available next Friday to um, come on Sherry's show? I'll message you on Twitter. Please say yes. You'll make me a very happy girl. Yes. He's he's got an investigation to do with his woods, unless he gets eaten. Mike, (laughs) I remember watching that show where you were talking about um, what happened to you and stuff. You know, I I would... I know you know your stuff and I know you know what you're doing, but please just be be careful because anybody that watches you knows that you're not you're not well, that you've, you've got issues and you've explained that and we'd be really worried about you. Yeah. 
We're not so saying I'll, I'll, don't. We're not saying don't do it. Just don't do it on your own, and don't yeah. go to an extent where you're going to put yourself in danger. You'll. I'll message you after, Mike, to get you on the show with Sherry because I think I think it's something that would it would be awesome to do. You know? Oh, you'd love it, Mike. Everybody that's been on my interviews say that they love my interviews because I am just very down to earth. You ain't got to worry yes. about any complicated questions or anything like that. I like to keep it, you know, short, sweet, and nice, and just have a laugh exactly. and things like that. Exactly. So, Sherry, have you any other programs? Have you any other? Uh, Videos you've got to be doing Hello, any lives Raymond this weekend. Newsome. Hello, hey, Raymond. Hey, Raymond there. So, obviously, for the Bold and Bonkers shows for the next couple of weeks, I am going to be doing stuff on haunted locations. So, today was on mm. Suicide mm. Forest. Next week, well, unless I've got lovely Mike, if Mike comes on next Friday, it'll be Mike next Friday. If not, then it will be my show for the next one, which is another haunted location. I'm going to do a couple of them. Um, shows on here to do with haunted locations so my next one was i think it was cold christmas which is a place that i've investigated myself mm-hmm. and um I, I had some pretty awesome experiences and i have got some of my own little videos and pictures that i could maybe mm-hmm. um bring up on the show so yeah. you guys can yeah. see the place as yeah. well yeah yeah so, and then yeah. um the week after that i think it what, what was it? it was suicide forest um clock hill uh cold christmas sorry and there was another one that I was going to do that I've investigated. No, we was going to talk about Buckingham Palace, the Queen's place that's haunted. That's very interesting, that place. That that's is... going to be my last one. If Mr. Lovely Mike in the chat comes up next Friday, then it'll be an interview with Mike next Friday. And then the two shows that I've just mentioned to you will continue the next two weeks. Okay, we will let you know, keep you updated. I've obviously got my shows on DNTV as well. I have my shows on a Wednesday, which is at 10.30pm in the evening, which is where I do experiments and I do investigations. Okay, then I've got, which I also stream out onto one of the Bold and Bonker um, pages as well, so that you guys can go over there and check it out. Um. I have a Thursday show, which is Just the Facts, which is a new show, which is just where I just do a bit of a fun time where I get some facts that people may not know, funny mm. or um, serious, whatever, I, I'm going to be doing them. That's going to be running through DNTV, Bold and Bonkers and all that as well, because I do it through all the networks. Then I have my Sunday shows with DNTV, which are interviewing shows as well, which will also be running through the, the Bold and Bonkers facebook page and stuff as well guys so got them shows i am going to be trying to get out at some point this week when i get some time off because i'm so busy running pages and running groups and going into places i'm just all over the place at the minute so but i am hoping that next week i'm going to get out to do an investigation at my favorite church place down the road for an hour i think it'd be really nice to be able to get out that'll be good that'll be really really good they're all my stuff that i'm doing guys so just keep tuned obviously as well um don't forget that the bold and bonker lads chris and dakota have their shows on friday at saturdays and sundays at 10 p.m uk time as well guys please tune in this week they have got a animal physic medium that's Mm -hmm. coming on saturday and then they have yep. got a show on Sunday as well that you're not going to want to miss either. Maybe Chris yep. can go into a bit more detail Well, actually, about that, the, yeah. uh, the Sunday show, the Sunday show will have Sherry. She'll be back with us. I'll be there. Dakota will be there. Uh, the Smith Family Paranormal, if they're not doing anything, hopefully they'll be there too. And we're going to be talking about some interesting UFO reports from around the world. Yes. Uh, it's just jogged my head, yes. So Saturday... With the lads is the uh, the the physic animal medium, and then Sunday, as Chris said, we're doing about um some UFO cases. Yeah. To- tomorrow should be very interesting with the pet psychic medium, because it's not just her that's coming on; it's Lisa Fry too. Oh wow! Yes, yeah. it's because it's her friend. So, the the two of them together, that a medium that picks up in spirits, and then we've got a medium that picks up in 
animal spirits should be very interesting and I think Oh it will be Raymond. Yeah. It's gonna be a very interesting weekend. You've got lots yeah. of shows for this weekend. You've got the obviously the lads on Saturday and Sunday. You've got my show on Sunday evening. Mm-hmm. As I said, um it's uh ten thirty on Wednesdays. It's six thirty on Thursdays and it is seven thirty on on the Sundays yeah. in the evening. And in the Bald and Bonkers shows, guys, it's uh, half nine on a Friday, ten o'clock on a Saturday, and ten o'clock on a Sunday. Yes. So, Sherry, will I play the, the intro, and um, I'll talk to you back. I would the... like to say thank you to all of you for joining me tonight, and I'm really happy to be back with the lads and everyone. I Again, I apologise so much for not being here, but my health has had to come first, and these guys mm-hmm. made sure that I... I got myself sorted and things. So lots of love and light, guys. Thank you for joining us. And remember, be real, be true, stay spooky, and we will see you real soon. Bless me. One, two, three.